Hello and welcome to Career Cohort. I'm Emily Wong and my goal is to help you on your journey to a fulfilling professional life. My hope is that as you join my guests and me, you'll approach your career with curiosity, a sense of humor, and most of all, more self-understanding. Hello, Career Cohort. This is Emily Wong from Career Cohort and Words of Distinction. And I'm so excited to kick off my podcast with my dear friend and colleague, Pooja Dang. And and, (laughs) uh, Pooja, I invited Pooja to talk about this, first of all, because she's a lot of fun and because she is a coach and Pooja, I, I would like, once I make this introduction, I'd love to hear anything that you'd like to add that I'm missing. But one of the things that Pooja uh, pronounces on her beautiful website is to break up with perfect. And I love that. And I believe that's because Pooja, you have a relation, you had a relationship with P- perfect that you had to get rid of. And, um, and then I know you work with clients on this. So just wanted to hear your thoughts. If, if I, I missed anything in the introduction and then your thoughts on this. Of course, having have me, you. Emily, it is a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure, but yeah, no, as Emily mentioned, so I am an executive coach. I work with, um, you know, current and aspiring women leaders. And as Emily's called out, uh, perfection is one of the big topics. Um, and I think if anything, it's something that I yes. continue to yes. work on myself as well. So I think it doesn't, it doesn't quite go away. I mean, it's funny, even with this podcast, yes. we were trying yes. to get it right to make it amazing yes. for everyone and we had to remind ourselves we must practice <laughs> yes, what we preach so very meta. <laughs> it was such a meta experience coming into this and i'm sure we're going to go back and, and laugh at this uh first experience as well so um yeah so so when Absolutely. you're working with your clients and are there some some things that you notice some trends that you notice with your clients Pooja? Absolutely. So, I mean, I think, you know, when it comes to perfection, I mean, you know, for ourselves and the people I work with, it's kind of a a double-edged sword, right? Because I think as women, especially, we're raised to, we have high standards, basically, right? Like you want to get it right. You have worked really hard. We're not afraid of hard work. Um, And so what tends to happen is we want to put everything in, get it just right, before we take any action. So in the work with my clients, it could be before they do a career shift or before they ask for a raise or before they ask for a promotion or any such big leap. It's like, let me get all my ducks in a row, let everything be resolved before I make the ask or I really go for it. And I think that, you know, where it's an advantage, right? Where this concept of perfection or wanting to work hard is, we do prepare, mm-hmm. we over-prepare, right? And it's, it's, we've been taught, hey, get ready for this, do your work, do your homework and show up like you know what you're talking about. Um, where it comes in the way though is, life mm-hmm. isn't perfect, things don't, very rarely I mean 2020 if anything yes 2020 has shown us whatever we the best laid plans right 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 heck really right and so 
I think where the concept or notion of perfection can be a problem is when it then stops us from taking the next step. I mean, essentially, it keeps us small and contained. Um, You know, one saying I want to bring up, um, I think Elizabeth Gilbert, who I Mm -hmm. super respect, uh, calls perfection fear Mm -hmm. in high heels is the way Ah. she describes it. And I I love that because I do I do think it's it's fear based, like when we're trying to go for something new, you know, there is a rooted fear, which is so normal. But then we fall back on, well, when everything is just perfect, and I know it'll work, then I'll go do it. And Mm -hmm. right. And what that leads to is we don't do it frequently. We're, you know, like people will come, as you said, clients will come to me and say, I have been feeling this way Mm -hmm. or going through this for a year now or a few years now, but I haven't taken the step because I don't right. feel ready. And what's tough is, you know, ready would mean everything is aligned and they have all the answers, which of course that's never gonna happen because things change all the time. Um, but then, you know what's bad though, Emily, is as I'm sure you've experienced this, is you then get into a state where you feel less confident. Like it's a, it's right. a vicious cycle. You wanting everything to be aligned leads you to not take the steps, which leads you to keep thinking, well, I'm just not good enough. And exactly. Then that's like just that's a really good point. You know, there, there are two ways of looking at perfection, I think. And, and the, these can coexist, right? There is one where we'll recall excellent seeking perfection. And, and those people who are in that lane may do well. To, to a certain degree. I don't know necessarily if they're managers and they're looking for perfection, how that trickles down onto their team, but they're in a better place than those who are more of those failure avoiding perfection, perfectionists, which I think that you're alluding to as well. And yeah. And absolutely. And, you know, you know, speaking of, of quotes, one of my favorite people is Brene Brown. And, you know, she's talked Mm -hmm. about how, uh, like one of her quotes, and I have a couple of quotes here. One is, if I look perfect, do it perfect, work perfect, and live perfect, I can avoid or minimize shame, blame, and judgment. So that's just an incredible, I, I feel tense just reading that. Oh, it's so powerful. It's, and I actually, I love that you said that because you're right, Emily, I think that where we're so hard mm-hmm. on ourselves, right? Like they're, they're, we have we have high standards, but we also we're hard on ourselves and our perception that people mm-hmm. are judging us. And so this quote, you're, it's so powerful. You're right. I can see people just saying, like, can I just like, if I just get it right, then maybe people will leave me alone and maybe my inner right. critic will leave me alone right. and I can right. get on with it. Or, yeah. or we just, I as you that. were saying, then we get into this, this freeze mode. And I, you know, I was listening to, I've actually heard a couple of psychologists talk about when, if somebody has suffered trauma, okay, and this is a, this is a a specific group of people, all right, but if you are out there Mm -hmm. listening to this, if you've, if you've experienced trauma, uh, and it, it can, it can impact you, especially if it happened as a child, that you're afraid of the unknown because you can't control the unknown. So it, it, it will make Mm -hmm. you freeze. 
And, and even if you're not in that, in that demographic who has suffered and, and is, you know, trying to protect themselves in a, in this kind of way, um, it is that thing. And they talk about, you know, I've heard uh, people talk about, you know, managers who will, you know, that they may be senior level managers, but they're down in the weeds micromanaging another another way that <laughs> these perfectionists can really get on the nerves of the people they're working for right because they're not supposed to be down Absolutely. in the weeds they're not supposed to be fixing things they're supposed to be looking at the bigger picture but what's happening is they're they're avoiding these courageous steps they can take other otherwise and and even at home you know working from home I can tell you on the days when I'm procrastinating, I get a lot of laundry done and my house is super clean. (laughs) And, you know, everybody might be impressed. Wow. What a nice organized home she has, but that's not necessarily why. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the the thing that you bring up, which is so powerful is this Mm -hmm. sense of control. Right. And it's uh, this year, if nothing else Mm -hmm. has exacerbated this or, you know, brought it to light, but, you know, the fe- it's again fear. So the fear of uncertainty, the, 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 the fear of losing control um, causes us to sort of want to yes. hold on to something and therefore, quote unquote, mm-hmm. go for perfect. But to your point, I think that's what it is. It does keep us small. I, you know, you started off a little bit ago saying, I don't know how far you can get in your career. Mm-hmm. And I completely agree. I think what's tough is you can have a good start mm-hmm. to your career, potentially, depending on the environment you're in. If you're in a traditional, more corporate environment where the role mm-hmm. is pretty well defined, you can get away with doing really well and being rewarded for this mm-hmm. need to be perfect, right? You're dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's. But, you know, the world we now live in, so much is up in the air. And it's clearly, if you're in a startup environment, the name of the game is being yes. adaptable and agile and that perfection is only going to come mm-hmm. in your way. And so to your point, I really think it keeps people small. We, you know, we're, we're less, because fear, fear is always going to, I mean, I'm scared now. Mm-hmm. I'm scared every day. It's more, can I be courageous and take action right. in spite of the fear, which I know Brene, yes. Brene is yeah. so great about, yeah, yeah. right, is what she talks about. And I'm like, I think that's one thing I emphasize over and over again with my clients. I'm like, oh, you're scared. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm scared too. Like, don't try to not be scared. Yes, that's yes. a losing battle. The goal is be scared and set yourself up in a way that you go do yes. it anyway, right? And by that, it's going to be, hey, get comfortable with mm-hmm. failure a little bit. Like, get comfortable with things not going exactly as you right. imagine them to, which I, again, I'm not delusional. I mean, Emily and I will both say that's very uncomfortable. I want things to go the way I want right. them to go. I get that. But but I don't let that desire stop me from trying new things because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know what I mean? Like this, again, I keep going back to it's going to keep yes. you in that little yeah, yeah. box. You know, um, one, one of the analogies I was just thinking about this is You know, because I used to suffer from this. I mean, I was, I think with perfection, what's hard is not only can it be so detrimental, we wear it as a badge of honor. Many people do. They're like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. And I'm like, that's a bad thing. (laughs) Like, it's not a good thing. (laughs) So so then we're just like feeding Mm -hmm. that, if you will. But I was imagining that, you know, if I saw a group of kids 
say coloring, right? Like that's the image I have. And someone is perfectly coloring within the lines and using the colors as Mm -hmm. instructed, if you will, right? Like there's a map and they're following it. The 20 year old version and maybe even early 30 year old version of me would have said, look at that kid, that's awesome. She's following the, she's following the rules. That looks pretty. Look at her. Like uh-huh. she's going to right, do right. well. Right. That's what I would have thought. And now it's sad, but I think if I saw that kid now, I'd be like, oh, I'm worried <laughs> because when life happens, <laughs> when life happens, that's mm-hmm. going to be tough. Like we want to be like, what happens when mm-hmm. I scribble outside the lines? What happens when I use the color blue? to make blue trees right. just because I want to see yes. what they look like, right? And and if I see that, I'm like, ooh, she's going to be an innovator. She's going to yes. be a startup yes. founder. Yes, right? and that's on your website too, <laughs> by the way. Um, yeah, and, and here's yeah. another yeah. Brene, I know you'll love this, another Brene Brown quote. Uh, she says, I call perfectionism the 20-ton shield. We carry it around thinking it's going mm. to protect us from being hurt but it protects us from being seen. Oh, yeah. So oh, and I gosh. know. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, but, you know, so I'm more like, do we, would we rather not be seen or not be heard? Mm-hmm. It's that's mm-hmm. tough, right? It's almost like, are you willing to exclude hurt at the cost of never being seen. Oh, that's so powerful. I love yeah, that, Emily. She, she's so good to listen to. I mean, she's just so comforting. I just always feel like I'm cuddled in a warm blanket of kind of understanding. Um, and yeah, one of the things is, so, so one of the things um, too, that, you know, this whole thing about being seen, uh, it, it's scary doing a podcast, right? And, and as, as you were talking Absolutely. earlier, and I might even include some of the clips of our conversation because it is so funny and we're trying to figure out, wait, so how come this is not recording and how come you're getting the wrong link to this on your, on your, uh, on your phone from me, but it's all this kind of failing up, I guess. Right. And yeah, so, Absolutely. so we really need to kind of open ourselves up to that. Um, and I think too, that, you know, giving your opinions and, and also on this topic, right. I'm not a psychologist. You're not a psychologist, but we can speak to Mm -mm, our own experience and what we see. And there are a lot of really great people out there who, um, who, who can speak to this. I don't know if you've ever heard of, uh, Fuchsia Sirwa. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, so her Ooh, last no, name I'm is S uh, and no. Sam I R O I S, and she's done a lot. I'm going to read a lot about her because I actually I'm thinking about my next co- podcast to talk about um, productivity, and she's a psychologist, mm-hmm. and I think that one of her specialties is productivity, but she she calls procrastination mood regulation. So if if there's a task and we're feeling unconfident and we're feeling incompetent and insecure, so we're feeling all this anxiety, but if we put it away and we don't do it, ah, we feel really good. Right. So, so it's that feeling of, oh my gosh, am I, am I going to do okay? Am I going to finish this? Is it going to be fail when I do finish it? And, you know, 
even when I, when I'm writing something, I, I feel that I still feel it. I'll probably be, you know, I'll be feeling this forever when I get started. If I don't just start writing, it will, it will freeze me and I have to understand it. And as a writer and, and good, good writing teachers teach this, you have to just start writing and make it a mess. And you have to, I mean, actually scribble is the same as scribe. It, I mean, it comes from the same, you know, mm. the same place as scribe. You got to right. scribble before you can, you know, call yourself a scribe. And with writing, I know, I mean, there's always that, that little last thing. One, what's one more thing I can do? And I think that's one of the things, Pooja, that I guess, you know, one of the solutions might be that you figure out when it's the right time to be a perfectionist, right? So an example is, so I'm working with, a, if I'm working with a client and I'll say, hey, you need to go out and get these recommendations for LinkedIn. And I might say, well, I really want to get my LinkedIn profile perfect. And I'll say, uh -huh. but you don't need to because these are people you're asking for recommendations based on something you did before. So your, the status of your LinkedIn profile is irrelevant. Now, if you're looking for a job and you're reaching out to a recorder, recruiter, you do want to get it pretty nice, right? But it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. And for one thing, it's a living document, right? So you can go in there and you can tinker around every day if you need to. But, but it's that same kind of, oh, I've got, as you were talking about earlier, getting my ducks in a row, making sure I'm really, really knowledgeable uh, about this, right? Absolutely. And, and I think you bring up really a couple of good points, like in terms mm -hmm. of like, what do we do about it, right? So one is, we have to get a little more comfortable mm -hmm. with being uncomfortable, right? Like that. And again, there's grades of that. So, you know, I'm just like the rest of us here. It's not, we want to feel like we're in control. We've got our act together. We're like mm -hmm. commanding what we're doing. We're the expert. I get that. But it's sort of like there's a big kind of range between that at one end and the other end where you're like, I'm clueless. I'm the dumbest person in the room. Right. I have no idea. Right. And so it sort of is, I think we have yes. this binary thinking of if I'm not perfect, that means I <laughs> suck. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot of things in right. between that. Right. And so it's, I think that, so one, it's going to be, like you said, with writing, you know, getting comfortable with sort of having those mm -hmm. discomfort moments where when you sit down and then using that as a way to kind of tell yourself right. you know, this is normal when I first sit down when I haven't mm -hmm. I have no ideas like you know it's it's fine mm -hmm. I just I will scribble mm -hmm. until I get there right and that's why techniques like start really small just yes. do yeah, it yeah, just yeah. start like one of those things all of those things are ways to game ourselves to say hey you know mm -hmm. what I'm normal this is what usually happens. Let me set myself up so that I can get a small win, build that momentum and yes. then go for the next goal. You know, so I'm not at right. that extreme. Right. And so, but I think why I love that we're talking about perfection is kind of hopefully to resonate with those of us that sometimes carry it mm -hmm. as a badge of honor, even right. if we don't admit right, right. we do. We're like, I have high standards. I'm a perfectionist. And we're like, all right. Then I love asking people when's the last time you did something for the mm. first time, right? It's like, or, 
you know, when's the last time you did yeah, something you yeah, sucked yeah. at? Because we need that right. exposure. Because I know even with this podcast, even talking to you right now, I know I'm more energized and I'm better off for, oh, I tried yes. something new and different. I wonder, I wonder right. what else I could do, right? And it just elevates you and your life and career in ways you you can't imagine right. or can't foresee when you let the fear or like, you know, she said the shield of perfectionism kind of yes. stop you. If you and, will. you know, so, so one of the things I wanted to go back to, because you were talking about the badge of honor and you know, that, that uh-huh. age old question or the age old answer, I should say, because recruiters would say, okay, uh, tell me about one of your shortcomings and people would think they're gay. And I do sure. too. They think you think you're gaming the system by yeah. saying, oh, I'm a perfectionist, right? I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. Yes, so yes. I feel like, you know, I feel like that's really, it, they've caught on. Recruiters have caught on to that. And they're going to ask you, well, what do you mean by that? And does that mean that you're going to freeze? Or are you going to have that agility to pivot into the next whatever that is? Because it could be something tomorrow, right? Um yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. so that's that one thing. And then the other thing you were talking about, Pooja, was the that energy that comes from trying something new. Because I was on a panel discussion, and I I studied. You know, I, I planned it. I planned about what I was going to talk about, and I probably did about thirty minutes worth of speaking. And I needed like you know thirty seconds, probably right. Because everything else, I mean, mm-hmm. it was maybe a little bit more than that. But my point is, it was very short. And then people would ask questions that had nothing to do with what I had prepared. But but I will say this. Right. I will say preparation is great. And I do think this is a good segue to talk about go, moving from perfectionism into high performance. Because one mm-hmm. of the things um, that... Like, okay, so I was listening to some interviews with Beyonce, Sonny Rollins. They were separate interviews, but they were talking about when they mm-hmm. got on stage and they said that they practiced, practiced, practiced. So that by the time they were on stage, they didn't think about it anymore. And I, and I feel like, you know, ki- like my kids who are in sports, their coaches say the same thing. If you practice, 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 you're going to get up there. You're going to have to shoot, shoot. You know, the game winning shot. And if you've practiced, you don't have to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. So I love that. Right. But mm-hmm. here's the distinction and you've done it right. You went and did the panel, the coaches, they're going to practice. The problem would come up if when you did the panel, it didn't go as yes. you hoped it would. And you then decide, you know what? I'm never doing that or mm-hmm. trying something mm-hmm. new like that again. That's, That's a good the point. problem, right? It's practice. Practice is amazing. Yes. Practice the heck out of it. Work hard. Go do it. But then when you go show up and some days you're going to rock it and right. some days you're going to suck, go back, mm-hmm. do it again, right? Like go back. And, and it's like you want, it is in the going back and saying, huh, what could I yes. try differently? Because that's the thing, right? I think I, I love that you brought this example up. It's to say to those perfectionists, no, work hard. We applaud you. That is fantastic. And will lead mm-hmm. to high performance. But 
if you're holding on to it, it needs to be perfect for me to move forward, which yes. often happens, or for me to try something new. Yes. That's the problem, right? It's almost, it's again, like Brene would say, it's, it's not, you're not getting to a state where you're mm. not afraid. You're not letting your fear stop you yes. from taking action. That is a great That's the point. point. That is yeah. a great point. And I do, th- I think that if people are thinking about that, um, that preparation, if they feel like they're preparing and it's like Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hour rule, right? So I, yeah. you know, that is, right. that's an extreme right. thing. And if you're 25 years old, you haven't had a chance to do that 10,000 hour, hour thing. But you know, if you're 60, you have had a chance and that's why I, you know, one of the things, you know, my older clients are wondering about is they're, you know, are they hireable? And I, I think that people that age do have that experience and um and and if they have you know focused on a specific area that they're really good at they have that expertise and i i just want this to be kind of a shout out to people who do have that experience and that number of of hours right absolutely i love it i love it yeah when i coach my clients on sort of like that interview prep you're right that's what i tell Mm -hmm. them when people are older i'm like you just need to tell people whenever you know when shit hits the fan you're not right. going to freak out. You, there's, there's no situation in the, over your career that you likely haven't experienced mm-hmm. already and hopefully yes. learned from. And so you have to con- convey that I'm going to have sort of this calm demeanor and solution-focused mindset to be like, you know right. what, it's going to be all right. Here's what yes. we're going to do, right? And then, and for the younger crowd here, what you bring to the table is the energy mm-hmm. and passion. And I think this is even more important mm-hmm. for the younger people to not get tied to perfection. You have to convey, you know what? I'm not afraid to fail. I'm going to go out there on the edge. I'm going to try new things. I'm going to bring all my energy into it and make things happen because I'm here to learn exactly. and challenge myself. Yeah. That's like, that's harder to do for us <laughs> older people. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I mean, like, no, and rightly so, right? It's sort of like, I'm willing to fail, but I'm not willing to fail as big as I was willing Mm -hmm. in my 20s. Do you know what I mean? It's very different, right? And so I think that's why, you know, if anything, the perfectionism for people more senior in their career, I'm just going to be like, dude, it's keeping you small. It really is. It's like, and, and for a younger person, I would just be like, oh my gosh, you're like, it's also keeping them small, but I'm like, snap out of it and go fail a bunch, you know, like I need you to break that pattern. So I, and you're right. I love the interview question when people say, well, I'm a perfectionist. I mean, I've interviewed candidates as well. And I always laugh and I'm like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> accepting that answer uh, because, because I'll tell them, right. I'll tell them, maybe you want to change your answer because when you tell mm-hmm. me you're a perfectionist, I'm going to take that as you, you don't, you're not as creative or you're not innovating as much or when things, or you've never experienced what happens right, when things right, go right. wrong. Right. And so it sort of is like you, <laughs> it's that whole notion of, is it like talent like you know when you interview do you interview for someone who has the skill you need or the type of person they are that's like a solution right 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 right? and I'm like I would hire the person that's like I'm gonna make it happen Mm -hmm. no matter what more than the person that has that specific skill in one time frame because oh by the way look at the world we're living things yes constantly and change. that person constantly. might not have yeah. those skills but that person will know how to gather people around him or her 
to, to make these things happen. Absolutely. You know, you build a team or you reach out across the aisle or across the, to the different department, right. Or, or through zoom <laughs> now, you know, Absolutely. So, so there's Absolutely. kind of that mindset. And I, and I actually, you know, I was reading a little bit of Carol Dweck and in mindset, uh-huh. you know, she was talking about that, you know, the, the whole binary thing that you were talking about before and how, we also feel like if, if we're not just sailing along and it's, it it doesn't come all easily, then there's something, then there's something wrong with us. Right. And she was talking, one of the things she said that was so funny, she was, she was talking about, we're taught about the tortoise and the hare, right. Where we're supposed to, we're supposed Mm -hmm. to prepare and, you know, take these steps every day toward excellence and of course, when we're little, we learn that the tortoise is the wise one, right? But she said, you know, if we really think right. about it, no one really wants to be that tortoise. We just want to be that less yeah. foolish, more strategic <laughs> hare. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I had never thought of it that way. But um, yeah, no, I love it. But I, th- I think, you know, what you bring up for me actually is sort of this because even here, right, as I reflect on even our current conversation, I'm like, oh, yes, I powerfully believe this, all of this stuff. But in our own lives, right, it's so easy. Like if I'm going to go try something new today, like do a recording or create a deck or do even a workout between you and me, I'm like, oh, I wanted to go right. I, I hope I I hope I can lift more than I did before. I hope uh-huh. my recording is better. Right. But So I guess the key distinction is we almost have to game ourselves and celebrate. We have to change our mindset to celebrate when things go wrong. Or you're celebrating the effort. And the learning. And the learning. That's the thing. Absolutely. Right? Because it's not, I mean, you know, and I get this, right? There's two extremes where it's like, hey, we can't give awards to everyone for trying. You've got Mm -hmm. to win. And I get that. But can we ourselves sort of measure and reward the process, the stuff that's within our control? Can it be, hey, I'm proud of myself because I went and made that call or I did a networking opportunity or I applied for a job as opposed to I got the job, which may not be in my control, right? And so, yeah, yeah, that's the, we have to, and and like, that's what I said in the beginning of the call as well, you know, where you said it was on my website. I'm like, ooh, this is a daily, this is a, this is a lifelong journey of my relationship <laughs> with perfection myself That's as well. Right. <laughs> so it's sort of, I have to, I have to, it's like when I have conversations like this, I go back and I reflect and I'm like, am I doing this too? Like, I'm like, how am I showing up oh, for myself absolutely. today? You know, and, and, and so I'm constantly so uh, questioning myself. And, and I was talking, you know, I have a colleague who I, I really respect and she does, uh, her name is Cindy Shaliki. She does, um, she coaches uh-huh. people on public speaking and I, okay. um, and I listened to her podcast and I was so excited because she's not, you know, she's not, you know, I, I said, how did you do this? How did you move forward with this? Because I already had anchor to, to use it. I already had already set up, but she was using anchor. So I was really excited uh-huh. just to hear about her experience. And she's just taking a, just a really kind of a basic approach to this. And she said, you know what, this is, you know, this is how we move forward. We try something new and you know what, it might not be perfect, uh, but it's the way that we we're going to prompt ourselves forward. And I, and I just love, I, I love my colleagues like you and Cindy and, 
um, Marie Zimanoff because they just encourage people to just try, just, you know, keep moving forward and, um, you know, you're going to stumble and you're just going to fail or you're fail, fail. Absolutely. Right. Um, Yeah. I fail, which I love that. I love yeah. that you said that before too. And I'm like, oh, I love yeah. this fail up because here's the thing, right? It's also mm-hmm. perception. I can't tell you how many times I've been told by friends, families, and even clients that they're like, wow, you know, you used to be an actuary and then you just said <laughs> F it and I'm just going to go do this. And you're so brave, right? And I was like, yeah, that's not quite how it You mean you down. didn't actually <laughs> say <laughs> so F it. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Right. But it's so, it's exactly right. But it's so, I think people are just like, I could never do that. I could never just go out there and do this. And I'm like, you're seeing, I mean, I've now been a coach for 10 years and I'm like, my first three years would wake, I would wake up in the morning and say, what the (laughs) F am I doing? Right. And I'm like, so it's, I think that's the perception of, you know, even you respecting Cindy or like, you know, respecting me, but like the real story is, oh no, we just went up and said, I don't know what I'm doing, yes. but I'm going to try because I want I want to move beyond yeah. the status quo. Because that's the thing, right? I mean, I think that's what your mission is, even with this, is what I see is, hey, look, I'm going to give you a perspective and say, there isn't any one right. It's just there's, there's the good and the bad and you have mm-hmm. to be self-aware to be like, hey, if you want to make a change in your career, in your life, like, are you letting things hold you back, right? If you're, if you're chasing getting it completely right or not being scared or whatever, like if that's stopping you from even taking the next step, yes. that's going to be a problem. And, and I'm going to call out for you, Emily, like, look at you. You're doing this part. You reached out. You were super <laughs> yes, pumped. I'm like, this is great. Well, what is it the energy here? I mean... You know, why wouldn't I ask it's you so to come? Good. It's so you know, good. So, yeah, oh, no. you know... Pooja, thank you so much for your time. This was so much fun. This was absolutely yeah. a lot of fun. I feel like I, I, I know, I know. Ages, and we, I think we, we've, we've teed up another conversation. So um, we'll, we'll have to talk about that again, right? Figure out what we're going to talk about next. I'd love absolutely. to have you on again. And hey, Pooja, was there anything I missed? No, you know, I think we did a, you know, I mean, I think the the one thing I would want, there's nothing you missed. It's like, I would imagine we want to leave, you know, the listeners with is, you know, we're bringing up this topic because it's Mm -hmm. been so prevalent and because it's served us, right? Like in terms of having high standards and Mm -hmm. working really hard. And if you're a perfectionist and proud of it, this isn't a, whoa, what the heck is wrong with you call? It's more like, it's more a wake up call to wait, okay, how has that come in the way of me kind of yes. leaning on the edge or trying something different, right? Or being too hard on myself. And so, and you know, another way to reflect is when things in my past experience haven't gone right, what ended up turning out really right. cool yes. anyway? You know yes. what I mean? It sort of is like, what did I learn yes. from those times when it wasn't perfect? And I think you know, most often we can find and be like, oh my God, my greatest growth was there or my, you know, or, but Brene would, you know, all of these people would like second this would just be like, oh, my revelation was when that happened. And I think if anything, that's what I want to leave people with is this optimistic thought of, oh my God, take a step back and think about this and see what else right, there is right, out right. there for you. And, you know, it, it just, it's, uh, that, that, that kind of cheesy quote comes to mind too, you know, where it says, 
shoot for the moon even if you miss you'll land yes! amongst the stars and I'm i like, love yes! that <laughs> i love well it, the reason yeah, these things yeah, become so cheesy is because they're said so, because so they're so ma- meaningful to so many people so they're not really cheesy yeah, but um, yeah you also just reminded me of something else <laughs> puja was and i've talked to you about this before that uh people tend to idealize the path they didn't choose and I was talking to a psychologist friend and I said you know we moved here because of my job and I had two little boys and I was very worried that I was making the wrong decision and to this day they've had a my boys have had a really good life and my husband had landed a really good job down here but I said to her, you know, I, I feel this worry. I still have this worry. I mean, we moved in 2007. I still mm. worry. Did I make the right decision yeah. for my family? And she said, You're, the other path is always going to be perfect because you haven't lived it. Yes. And I thought, oh, my gosh, it, it was like such a it was such an epiphany that came from her. And I'm so grateful for that. And I hope that people will understand that as well. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I love that. I love that. And so again, you're so humbly pointing out as well. It's something all of us so-called experts yes. also struggle yeah. with. And That's so why we're experts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So I don't have, that was the other thing is imposter syndrome. I don't have imposter syndrome because I'm such a, an expert at uh, worrying about perfection, right? So Anyway, there you go. <laughs> so, so Pooja, I just want to make sure that people know, or my the listeners know where to find you, in case they're looking for an awesome coach. Oh yeah, of course. So, thank you so much. Yes, you can find me at uh, PoojaDang.com. So that's P-O-O-J-A.com, Dang.com, um, or otherwise, uh, you can email me as well at hello at PoojaDang.com. So. Um, Yes, no, thank you so much, Emily. It's been an absolute pleasure. I really respect you and the work you've done. Emily, by the way, you know, who hasn't talked about herself, does a freaking amazing <laughs> job positioning you in your resumes and LinkedIn profiles. And so she is fantastic um, at bringing out the best oh. in you. So I, I will say, like, I'm very grateful for having her. I continue to send her people, but I'm, I'm very grateful for having her, uh, in my corner. Likewise. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to career cohort. I'm Emily Wong. And if you'd like to follow me, you can reach me at Twitter at careers, Emily, You can also reach me on LinkedIn. I'd love to connect at Emily Fithian Wong. And you can also find me at my website at www.wordsofdistinction.net. Have a wonderful day.